Does Texas A&M have a quarterback problem? And is a change the way to fix it? On this episode of the Locked On Aggies podcast. You are Locked On Aggies. Your daily podcast on the Texas A&M Aggies. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to the Locked On Aggies podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. I'm your host, Joey Ikes. Thanks so much for making Locked On Aggies your first listen. Today's show is brought to you by Underdog. Sign up on underdogfantasy.com with the promo code Locked On and get your first deposit doubled up to $100. That's promo code Locked On. First deposit doubled up to $100. Texas A&M has a quarterback problem. We knew coming into the season that they had a quarterback question. And we discussed that question ad nauseum for months leading into the season, culminating to the point a few days before the season opener against Sam Houston State, where Haynes King was named the starting quarterback. And I came to this channel here and to Aggies Wire, that's aggieswire.usatoday.com, and said, I think this is the right call. And now I'm here to say, I think I was wrong. And that's, A, that's never an easy thing to say, but B, it feels very quick to make that judgment. We're two games in against Sam Houston State and Appalachian State, and it's it's Haynes King's second and third career full games, his third and fourth career starts. And we are having to make some sort of a judgment about whether he should be the guy for the rest of the season. And that's difficult to do, and the quote-unquote easy thing to do in this scenario is to say just have patience and let him work through, get some more experience, and he'll be better. And while I don't necessarily disagree with that idea as a whole, The Aggies are on the precipice. The Aggies are on the edge right now of a completely lost season. And if they don't right this ship in the next four days, when they match up with Miami on Saturday night at College Station with the most ridiculous group of recruit visits that you will see to a single game, maybe ever, college game day in town. If they don't right this ship, if they go out there and play on offense against Miami the way they played against App State, 
they will get run out of their own building and they will be one and two entering SEC play with Arkansas, Mississippi State, and Alabama waiting around the corner to push them to two and four or one and five. If they don't get this figured out now, it's going to get rough in College Station. The thing that worries me the most when it comes to the way Haynes Keene played quarterback on Saturday against Appalachian State, if somehow you live under a rock, real quick recap, Appalachian State updates number six ranked at the time, Texas A&M, at Kyle Field, 17-14 to in a game in which App State controlled the game from the opening play all the way to the end of the game, with the one exception maybe being a Devon A. Chain 95-yard amazing kickoff return for a touchdown to tie the game at 14 late in the third quarter. Outside of that sequence, App State completely controlled the game. In a game where they had less talent than AM, you can't argue that they have more accomplished coaching than AM. They had they were on the road at AM in what is has been considered to be one of the best home field advantage scenarios in college football for decades. Absolutely nothing about that game coming into it said App State should win this game. But they did. And the reason why is because AM absolutely never got their footing on the offensive side of the ball. And the reason why they never got their footing is because Haynes King looked frantic from the first snap of the game all the way to the last snap. He never looked under control. He never looked cool, calm, and collected, like he knew it was his show and that he was going to move this team downfield. Not once. Fumbled snaps, missed handoffs, holding on to the mesh point for way too long. Make a decision is the key to those sorts of plays. A read option play, the key to that is make a snap decision. See it clearly, Make the decision clearly and go. And the way you win those plays is by hitting the defense faster than they can react. Putting one player in a read option scenario in a scenario where he has to make a decision and you make a quick reaction faster than he can react. You see where he's at, you make a decision, and you go based on where that guy is standing. And he couldn't execute that play. Every middle school football team in the state of Texas in 2022 is running that exact read option play, and those quarterbacks are executing that play better than Haynes King executed it against Appalachian State on the number six ranked team in college football coming into the weekend. He was frantic. There was no composure. It was a disaster, but it was worse than you see some offenses get shut down because they get overwhelmed. They can't handle the pressure. The wide receivers can't get open. 
I'm sure a lot of folks who listen and watch this show or follow the Dallas Cowboys or watch Sunday night football and saw what happened to the Dallas Cowboys on Sunday night. Their wide receivers were absolutely overwhelmed from a talent standpoint and could not get open and could not catch the football in contested situations. That's not what happened to A&M. A&M couldn't get out of their own way. And it started and it finished with the quarterback position. And it's got to be better than that. I'm going to compare and I'm going to contrast what Haynes King did on Saturday to another quarterback who played on Saturday in a game that had similar tones but turned out different. But first, I'm going to tell you guys about Underdog. Underdog Fantasy is the easiest way to get started and easiest way to play while you watch your favorite team play. You can win cold, hard gash in a single game. It has investment banking, Underdog does, from Mark Cuban, Kevin Durant, Adam Schefter, and more really big, really influential names in the space. They have always been focused on building superior products for a fun user experience. Customer support team is top-notch, and hosts are the best in the business. Sign up at underdogfantasy.com with promo code LOCKEDON, and Underdog will double your first deposit up to $100. Deposit $100, get $100 free. Deposit $50, get $50 free. Go to underdogfantasy.com or find the Underdog Fantasy app in the App Store or Google Play Store and use promo code LOCKEDON. That's Underdog Fantasy, LOCKEDON, and get in on the college football pick'em action today. I want to compare and contrast the way Haynes King played on Saturday to the way Bryce Young played at Texas on Saturday. And the reason why is the situations were extremely similar. For much of those games, each one of those teams struggled mightily to move the ball. Mightily. Alabama, at one point in that game, had an 81-yard touchdown run, and that was basically their only offensive production for the entire game. They went field goal on their first possession, a one-play 81-yard touchdown drive on a huge run, and then six punts in a row from midway through the second quarter until almost the end of the third quarter. They went a half of the game. Nine plays for nine yards, three plays for seven yards, three plays for three yards, three plays for minus seven, three for three yards, four plays for eight yards. Things were tough on the Alabama offense in the middle part of that game. Real tough. Alabama went in to the third quarter of that game tied 10 to 10. Texas takes the lead in the third quarter. 
13 to 10 and extends that lead to 16 to 10 a couple of minutes in to the fourth quarter. And that point is when Bryce Young took over the game and said, no, Texas, you will not beat me. You will not shut my offense down. Watch what I do. And he threw an incomplete pass on second down. And then he used his legs and ran to the left, gained 17 yards, and got a first down. And then he proceeded to complete six of his next seven passes, drove tech, drove Alabama all the way down to score a touchdown to take the lead 17-16. to 16. And, and these weren't huge plays. Seven yards, four yards, eight yards. There was even a minus one. Then a 14-yard, and then a 16-yard, and then a seven-yard touchdown. Bryce Young took over that game. And then, to illustrate the point even further, Alabama's next possession, they or Texas' next possession, they go three plays, one yard, Three and out, punt back to Alabama. Alabama has a chance at that point to put the game absolutely away. Bryce Young completed three passes for 40 yards in the first three plays of that series. They call a run play on the next, on second and two and get a first down. Bryce Young runs for four yards. Then he throws a four-yard completion. And it's third and two. And Bill O'Brien, the offensive coordinator for Alabama, calls two straight running plays on third and two with their running backs. After Bryce Young had driven driven that team down the field 120 yards in two series on the back of his arm and his legs, they took the ball out of their best player's hands and they wound up turning the ball over on downs. Texas drives down, kicks another field goal to take the lead. But guess what? Bryce Young isn't shaken up by the fact that he couldn't get the team down on the last drive or that his coach took the ball out of his hands. He comes back and completes his first four passes on the series that starts with 129 left. Four passes for 38 yards. Then a rush for 20 yards by Bryce Young, two quick incompletions, a three-yard gain, and a game-winning 33-yard field goal. Bryce Young took over the second half of the game, refused to allow Alabama to get stopped. When it wasn't there, he made a play. The 17-yard gain The play, they had a corner blitz come off the corner. He moved around it, broke the tackle, took off running, salvaged a drive, got the team going. Bryce Young made the plays. Even when the blocking wasn't perfect, even when the wide receivers hadn't been getting open, Bryce Young used his legs to to create yardage and used his play to break down the structure, or used his legs to break down the structure of the Texas defense to give his receivers the opportunity to find space 
and make plays. And they move the ball down the field three straight times with almost no trouble at all. If Bill O'Brien hadn't taken the ball out of his hands, Alabama probably wins that game 24-16. to And nobody's talking about how close that game was because Alabama gets out in front by the end of the game and shows who they are. Now let's contrast that to what happened with Haynes King and AM. But first, I'm going to tell you guys about LinkedIn. And as you gear up for fall, you need the right people on your team to help your small business fire on all cylinders. Just like Jimbo Fisher needs the right quarterback behind the center to help his offense fire on all cylinders. That's what you need for your small business. LinkedIn Jobs is here to make it easier to find the people you want to talk to faster and for free. Create a free job post in minutes on LinkedIn Jobs to reach your network and beyond to the world's largest professional network of over 810 million people. Then add your job and the purple hashtag hiring frame to your LinkedIn profile to spread the word that you're hiring so your network can help you find the right people to hire. Simple tools like screening questions are absolutely key to make it easy to focus on candidates with just the right skills and experience so you can quickly prioritize who you'd like to interview and hire. Those screening questions are awesome. I've talked about this before, even from the candidate side, job postings that have those screening questions and have the the appropriate questions stand out so much away from postings who have none or who ask irrelevant questions. It's why small businesses rate LinkedIn jobs number one in delivering quality hires versus their leading competitors. LinkedIn jobs helps you find the candidates you want to talk to faster. Did you know that every week, nearly 40 million job seekers visit LinkedIn? Post your job for free at linkedin.com slash locked on college. That's linkedin.com slash locked on college to post your job for free terms and conditions apply. Now that we've talked about what Bryce Young was able to do in his game when his offense was struggling, let's contrast that to what Haynes King, to the way Haynes King played when his team was struggling. A&M, very similar to Arkansas, not Arkansas, Alabama. I've got Arkansas on the mind here in a couple of weeks at Jerry World. Very similar to Alabama. Struggled offensively early in the game. Four and out, four and out, 18 yards. Three plays, four yards, and a lost fumble. After a missed field goal, all the momentum's going your way. Three plays, lose a fumble. The next series... You do drive down seven plays, 75 yards. Haynes King has a really nice scramble, a nice run for 30 yards, 31 yards. Devin A-Chain follows that up with a 26-yard touchdown run. Everybody feels good about where A&M stands at the early part of the second quarter. Even though they hadn't separated themselves out, they were able to put together a a seven-play, 75-yard touchdown drive. And then... A&M goes punt, punt, punt. 
Three punts in a row. Middle of the second quarter to early part of the third quarter. Then Appalachian State scores a touchdown to make it 14 to 7. And Devon A. Chain rescues us again and returns a kickoff for 95 yards for a touchdown to tie the game. The defense gets the ball back, or the defense forces App State to kick a field goal. At that point in the game, there was about eight minutes and five seconds left when that drive ended. Eight minutes and five seconds left. On the next drive, Haynes King rushes for five yards. Haynes King incomplete to Chris Marshall. False start, Texas A&M. Incomplete to Evan Stewart. Saved by a questionable roughing the passer penalty. Then a couple of short completions to Evan Stewart. 12-yard rush for Devon A. Chain, another a one-yard loss by Devon A. Chain. Incomplete to Anaya Smith, five yards, field goal no good. Haynes King didn't make the plays that A&M needed him to make. And the whole time, even this drive, everything is all over the place. The five-yard rush on the first play, balls all over the place. Balls being fumbled everywhere. Devon A-Chain's picking it up, saving the day. And then they never got the ball back. They missed the field goal to tie it up. They got the ball with eight minutes and five seconds left in the game. Couldn't move the ball inside of the App State 30-yard line. Never once got in the red zone. And even if we go back to the third quarter, the quarterback absolutely never looked comfortable in a game against Appalachian State at home in the mid-afternoon slot on ESPN News or the ESPN app or ESPN2, depending on where you caught the game through the game. This was nowhere near the biggest stage he's going to play on this year against nowhere near the best opponent he's going to play against. And never once did he look settled into the game. Never once. The Aggies need better quarterback play going forward. And it's time... And Jimbo Fisher acknowledged in his press conference on Monday when he was asked about it, 
is now the time to make a quarterback change. Maybe we'll consider everything, was his answer. It is absolutely within the realm of possibility that AM should and could make a quarterback change going into the game against Miami. He likely won't announce it because he's not producing a depth chart, which a lot of these schools aren't at this point anymore, which is fine. And he will have a significant advantage if he goes with a different quarterback. And maybe a little later this week, maybe tomorrow, we'll talk about which one of the other two quarterbacks I feel might be the right choice for Jimbo moving forward. Thanks so much for joining us. It is a frustrating few days for the 12th man. It will get better. Hopefully we get better quarterback play and things will get better. This is a good football team that had a bad day in an extremely unlikely combination of events that caused an upset. But if you have the kind of quarterback that you need to go win really big games, then your quarterback should be good enough to overcome those other scenarios that go against you that hurt you in these games against teams like App State or when Alabama plays Texas and they have more penalties than any Alabama team has since Nick Saban has been the head coach. And all of these things happen. Your quarterback is supposed to be the thing that allows you to overcome that. Haynes King wasn't that on Saturday, and that's a scary thought because you're going to come up against some teams where you're going to need your quarterback to overcome some things when we play against offenses that will score a lot more than 17 points against AM, no matter how good the AM defense is. Thanks again for listening. We appreciate you making Locked On Aggies your first listen. I'm your host, Joey Ikes. You can find me on Twitter at Joey Ikes. You can follow the show, Locked On Aggies, on YouTube. Please do that. We're trying to grow the channel, trying to get to a thousand subscribers. Before the Alabama game on October 8th, we are a little over 600 followers now. I appreciate you guys so much. Check us out on your podcast platform of choice. Leave us a rating. Leave us a five-star review. Like, comment, share, subscribe. Hit the notification bell on YouTube so that you get notified when we post a new show. And now that you have made Locked on Aggies your first listen, go check out Locked on SEC for your second listen. Every day, host Chris Gordy and the, and the local analysts from all over the SEC take you around the conference in under 30 minutes or less. That's host Chris Gordy, Locked on SEC. Check it out. Thanks so much. We will see you on Tuesday.